There are certain moments in life that let you know you're on the right path. Special instances that uh, give you confidence in your decisions and help you sleep better at night. Times where everything just goes as it should. But as I tumbled down the surface of that raging river, trying to keep my shield surfing, rope tying, water walking friends in sight, I realized today's decisions, they're anything but assuring. When you travel for miles and up no closer to a destination you don't even really know exists, well, let's just say sleep will be ambitious tonight. And it doesn't quite help that our assassin has come back to parlay. Listening to the Hired Swords, now in 8K resolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another freaking episode of the Hired Swords. I'm Michael, and I really, really love these guys that are joining me here. Derek. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. Hello, Hello guys. <laughs> Gosh, he said it I'm... differently. He ruined our plan. Gosh, I'm so happy yeah, that you're he did. here. What'd I do? Did I mess up? You messed us up, all right. You had we a plan? Had we had a plan. plan. We Wait. were going to be like all together saying, hi, Michael. And then you had to say it weird, different than you normally do. You say it the right, exact same way in, every single time. Hot. And this That's time true. you came in hot. <laughs> I am angry. Well, I'm mad. The voice you currently hear is Derek. He plays Davin. Hi, I'm Derek. I'm Davin. <laughs> Ash is Gwendolyn. That's me. Uh. <laughs> Joxer's played by Mikey. Ayo. And Blaze in his Bugatti is right here. He's Craig's. Hi, Mike. Hi. Hi. <laughs> We're just a bunch of silly no-goods playing some Dungeons and & Dragons, and uh, I hope... I'm just glad you're here. That's what I was going to say. Not anything about hoping. Just glad. I'm glad you're here. And uh, let's just do a quick recap. We had some blunders and mishaps through the whole last episode. It was a lot of fun, at least to play. I hope it was fun to listen to as well. But we tried to uh, cross the river, the Black River, and uh, some great ideas, you know, really great conversation, uh, followed by some just doing stuff, which was uh, Gwendolyn went ahead and cast a spell on, on everybody to make them walk on the water. Which was a great idea, except the fact that the water was moving extremely quickly and basically tripped them all up and sucked them downriver to where they ended up coming ashore finally after a lot of effort right near the skipping stones, the large columns of stone sticking out of the water. Uh, so they're back on the shore. Well, as they were getting pulled away, Davin saw a hooded figure running towards them out of the woods and uh, made him, you know, question mark there. But... Sure enough, after deciding to kind of camp and hang out uh, near the shore and reassess how to maybe cross the river, they're joined by somebody, a man by the name of Carmen Stone, looking very different with dark gray leather pants, black tight-fitting shirt, his cloak is pulled tightly over his head, shadowing his face that is extremely scarred with a right, hang a right lazy eye, unmoving, uh, dull blue gray colored skin on the right side, and the the team the crew here not knowing necessarily how to 
approach him. Finally, Gwendolyn just walks up, puts his hand, her hand on his face and says, what happened to you? And Carmen's answer is Darnaldi. And that's where we left the last episode. So we pick up, I guess, continuing that conversation. Everyone's favorite name. Mm-hmm. Gwendolyn probably after that whole remark where he's like, it's Donaldi, she probably just takes her hand down slowly and then just spits on the ground. <laughs> just in disgust. So sassy. I mean, she's mine. Yep. He just hangs his head uh, in kind of a nod of agreement. Uh, he doesn't spit, but he hangs his head and looks back up and he says, it's a long story, but um, I've been following you, uh, well, tracking you. I figured if anyone would know how to find him and either get him to stop this and points to his face or at least make him pay for it, it, it would be you all. Well, you probably are tracking the, the correct group. I don't know how easy it was with uh, some of the unusual paths we took but kudos on uh, making it here yes you had you had a head start i after this happened to me i went to laverth and found a friend who works in a temple there he was able to slow this down but it, it has not stopped um are you are you hearing voices no uh, I, I don't hear voices i i just he did something to me that parts of me started dying. It's like crawling over me and it's death creeping across my flesh until finally, I don't know, I, I panicked. I passed out. I fell asleep when I woke up. All I could think of was my friend at the temple in Lavrath. And so I made, made haste, went that direction. Um, yeah, he, he did the best he could, but... This kind of thing doesn't happen that often, he says. And now you want our help? I just could think of no one else who would stand up to him for what he's done. You know, I thought I'd gotten away with our little ruse, but in fact, he knew all along that you, Joxer, were living. Did, whenever you told him about this, he, uh, he did this, or was it after? It was nearly immediately. I, I told him that I had killed you. and He acted like he was pleased. When he stretched out his hand to pay me, instead he took hold of me, would not let go, and this death creeped from him onto me. Um, this swirling, dark death. Uh, I could do nothing to stop it. I just stood there. Just being consumed and he let go of me and told me he still had use for me but I I did not stick around I was gone after that I'm sorry to hear that so Trinaldi does magic that's news to me I told you he was very powerful capable of more than we imagined I had no idea how powerful I had just seen him use his magic for tricks mostly, but this was something I've never seen. You seem to be the only one aware that, that Darnaldi was that powerful, or powerful at all. Well, we always know that there's more to him. We just didn't really know what. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm more referring to Wild Hill. The the chief just thought him a a rich man, a businessman of sorts. I believe Darnaldi had the chief wrapped around his finger. Any authority the chief had, I think Darnaldi allowed him to feel he had it. I, I don't I don't know a lot. I, I, I truly just was an errand errand boy in the, in hindsight, but he seems to have all but given permission for the chief to be the ruler that he was. Well, the chief is gone now, so that part doesn't matter. But Dernaldi is left unchecked, right? That is true. I, I was, I can't say I was surprised when I made it back to Wild Hill and I was looking for you all. I, I, everything was so different. I, I was ready to dodge the chief and, and ready to hide from the minions that I knew served Darnaldi, but none were in sight. And I, I was surprised to hear of the council and what they were doing. Finally, I decided I would just track you all. Um, the, the, the stories of Darnaldi vanishing, that was a red flag for me. I, I felt quite concerned. You were right, Joxer, to say it was difficult to track you. <laughs> I, I lost the trail for a while, and then when I found some random wolf tracks heading into the woods, I remembered you all summoning animals, and I hadn't seen wolves in my journeys around here too much, so I figured maybe it was you. I got lucky. I caught up with your actual tracks when I made it to this, that camp near the cavern. The council, Wild Hill, how, what of the council? How is it managing these days? Well, I, I was only in town for a day, but it seemed like they were beginning to turn the place into a normal town as much as they could, trying to set up trade routes, still using hunters to protect trade routes or go into the woods. That This darkness, similar to what you see over the, over the river here, it seems to be appearing in pockets around the wilds and near town. So every now and then a hunter goes to investigate that, but most of all, it's beginning to export again, especially the the farm and some of the uh, the brew they're able to make because of the what they grow there at the farm. So it's interesting. It's quite different than when we all happened upon the town. Joxer, you should be getting some dividends from that. You shared your recipe for the dirty brown ale. I thought it's. It, it's true. I mean, I I was I was more interested in the 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 harvest that they had that that seemed to have gone bad. But I'm I'm more more interested to see what uh, what comes the the next season when we get back. I don't mean to be rude about this conversation, but I don't think any of that matters right now. We thought this giant smoke cloud in front of us. We've got this guy who tried to kill us now asking for our help. We need to come up with a plan here. Um, um, you're you're right. I, so I, I suppose you're in luck, uh, Carmen. When we yeah, left, we're not going to kill you. So <laughs> luck, luck fail, fares quite quite well for you these days. <laughs> yes, that's um, lucky. Yeah. Um. When we we when could we do left, it though. I mean, watch your back. <laughs> well, you spared me once. I wouldn't expect that mercy twice. Oh, during. Well, when we left the, the village, they did say that um, Darnaldi left in this direction, so I don't think we've missed him. We have to be heading towards him. 
Yes, that does, that does look ominous, though, Davin. You're correct. And he points to the, the cloud. Do you know anything about it? Um, all I know is... It reminds me of what we've seen in the wilds. Just, it looks like there's more of it. Thicker. Stronger. Faster. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> During this time, Gwendolyn's been pacing back and forth. I just... You, you knew Donaldi was bad. Why... Why... Why stop him now? Why? He takes his hood off. And he points to his face. And he says, Bad. This is not bad. This is evil. There's a difference between bad and evil. You could call me bad sometimes, but I have never been evil. Or we could call you selfish. You did not care at all until it affected you directly. Exactly. I just don't, I don't understand. So just because you got ugly, it, it, that is evil compared to killing our friend. Now, Craig Scalder here has been evil the evil, ugly the entire time, and he's not evil. Yeah. Hey, it's different when he says it. <laughs> um, I, I think everybody, it, it's, it's perspective. Where you come from and where you, what you believe to be good and evil is different person to person. Just because it doesn't benefit everyone doesn't mean that it, it's bad or good. And I'll walk over to uh, Carmen and put my hand on his shoulder. I yield no ill will. You did what we asked of. I'm, I'm sorry that this happened. But I still want that blade. Selfishness <laughs> runs through all of us, I guess. I, Speak for yourself. I do not know anyone who doesn't have an inkling of selfish reasons for the things they do. Including all of you, I imagine. But, Joxer, this blade is yours if you help me kill Dar Darnaldi with it. I'll look at the rest of the group and, uh, uh, it, it was kind of my plan to begin with, but if uh, you're going to offer, I'll, I, won't, I won't say no. Uh, Craig's is right, you are lucky, because your plans do align with what we're planning on doing anyway. I thought they might. Why are you doing this? Just to rid the world of an evil person? or I'm sorry, I questioned, you've questioned my motives. I figured I would question yours. Can I size him up? Because Gwendolyn's just going to be silent probably for the remaining you wanna, conversation. You want to make an insight check? I do, but I don't want to say I want to make an insight check. You can make an insight check Perfect. if you're wanting to size him up. I do. I'm going to pull Dale out of my bag and see if he notices anything okay. while I'm doing this for okay. flavor. Oh, I thought you said a four. <laughs> no, tasty Ryan. While she's doing that, I want to I wanna give uh -oh. a little bit of a look at that, um, you know, ailment that he has right now and, and try to, it hasn't worked out very well, but try to do some kind of uh, knowledge check to decide if I have any idea about it, whether it be through monk sure. or nonsense. Yeah, you can use either religion or arcana either way. Um, five plus five, so ten. A ten. Uh, it, 
you it's hard to read half a face because his other side is completely paralyzed doesn't move and mm-hmm. the side you're the side you can see just looks defeated i mean he he kind of just looks hopeless and that's all you can really read on him right now nothing deeper okay. than that jocks right. um so that is a massive nine minus one wow okay well nice. it, it's the only thing that comes to mind when you see this is you've not really seen it before. You've seen like cursed people with their like the like the flesh looking like stone almost, you know, and you've seen that sort of thing. It's different than that, but it's definitely like just flesh that has died and the eye his eye has died and his hair is hanging gray and and wiry right there and i mean it's it's pretty clear that this is a a almost like a corpse face but you don't have any connection to anything you know besides that it's just you um yeah um i i'd like to try something a little bit i i don't i don't think it'll help if uh your friends in Lavrath um weren't able to do anything but I just need to rest a bit. Okay. You, um, you ask us why we're doing this? I would say just because somebody has to. I mean, I, I can't speak for the whole group here, but I can see the effects of this is on the forest, and I could see the sword thing expanding out, corrupting the entire world, if we're not careful. I've got family, and I've got friends, people I need to protect as well. You're right, it is sort of selfish. We were also out here because we were... were we were asked to investigate this darkness. It just kind of overlaps that this is the same direction that Darnaldi went. Carmen, you don't know me. You don't know a thing about me, where I'm from, who I am, or why I'm here. What I've lived and the life I've led. People claim to be good, but do bad or evil things in the name of good. It's not too far-fetched to believe those that fought with the chief or fought with Darnaldi in Wild Hill thought they weren't doing anything more than just making a quick, quick coin. But it quickly turned bad, quickly turned evil in the name of good, or at least a normal life. And... I made an oath to myself long ago that that can't stand, at least not in my world. Now, sure, I don't have the, uh, the audacity to think that I'm capable of changing the entire world, but those around me, my, my family, is, and I look around to everyone around me, I want to be an actual impact of good in their lives, and hopefully that can trickle down somewhere beyond that so when i'm dead and gone the impact i've had if there is one is a good one actually good that seems like maybe something to have a drink to uh i'm gonna pull a couple of small glasses from my pouch and uh i'm gonna pour a little bit of my water canteen which has the water from the fountain in it and I'm only going to pour it in one glass and offer it up to him and go to start pouring it in the other and 
Uh, I'm going to have a drink with Carmen, but I'm not really intending to drink mine. I'm just going to see if him okay. drinking that water will have any effects on him. Okay. So you hand it to him and he looks at it and he kind of swir- swirls it around and it's dark. It's hard to kind of see already. We guys, I guess, have a fire going or something, but it's kind of hard to see. But he just kind of shrugs like, I'll drink anything right now. And he just downs it. <laughs> And as he does, he looks back, he looks up at you guys and he extends his glass and he's like, very bitter, very bitter. Not one of Joxer's best, but it's and all we he, have this far from the, the wilds. Sure, sure. And as he begins to talk, you see that side of his face begins to move as he's speaking and he's no longer, he's no longer like having to over enunciate to to speak because both sides of his mouth are working and you see his skin starts to freshen a little bit on his face and it's not a hundred percent, but that definitely made an impact. Hmm. Well, how much of that water do we have? He says, what is, what, what happened? What was that? Uh, I'm going to take this, the, the shield and that same in, inside part that's relatively shiny. I'm going to brush it off with my uh, forearm and just make sure it's buffed a little. And I'm going to turn, turn it backwards toward him and let him see what little, little bit of a reflection he can in the shield and in the, the campfire's light. He looks at his face and begins to touch it. And he's just, I, I, don't, I don't understand. What did you give me? Look, all I'm going to tell you is that there is good in this world, and that's what I'm fighting for. Uh, I don't... (laughs) Too many have died for the resource such as that. Uh, Just consider it good faith for now. I I thought it was going to continue and and just get worse and worse, but it seems to have reversed a little and at least stopped it for now. Uh, I don't know how to thank you. He's still just kind of touching his face, like feeling a little bit of the life that's in it. It's still this dull gray color, but uh, and his eye still kind of hangs lazy and loose, but he definitely has a little bit more, you know, uh, it's, it's creeped back away from his mouth and nose a little bit towards more his cheek, towards his ear and his hair. Well, you can take us by helping us. How do we get across this river? Uh, can, can, you, can any of you fly? Well... Yes, for, for a short time at least. Uh, I can. Do, do we know how far across it is? Um, we, we have ideas, um, but I, I'll pull out that map and uh, kind of gauge that area. And it's just, I'm not sure we have anybody who's, you know, verified this map. Uh, oh, is this what they call the Black River? Yes, I I believe so. Yes, Arnaldi spoke of it before. Uh, he spoke of a bridge that doesn't work anymore, and that really it's impossible to cross without magic. None of this, but you guys all you know magic. I I do not. Uh, my blades, kind of, what I've spent my time practicing, what came natural to me, but. I assume if you have magic, perhaps you can make it work. You could figure this out. I, I assume that's what he used. I, I don't know details, but... Well, I mean, we could fly, but we'd have to stay low, right? We don't want to get into that cloud. I would stay as far away from that as I could. Uh, have, have you tried 
Have you tried to cross it in any way yet? No, no. <laughs> I thought I saw you no. heading on to it when I was running. You were, you were quite a ways away. I, I, was, I was trying to see what you were doing. You just kind of all vanished very quickly as I was approaching before. We clearly could tell we were being followed and we were on fast pursuit away, you know, clearly. Yeah, I, 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 we did? I, 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 I was, wasn't hiding anymore. Uh, I was trying to get your attention, but one of you, I, I felt for sure one of you caught, caught eyes with me as I was waving you down, but as soon as, I, yeah, as, I, soon as I noticed, you were gone. How did you move so quickly? You we ever see a wave and think to yourself, man, I bet I could ride that wave, so... <laughs> The trees or shields or whatever you have around, bodyboards and surfing, it's... Dwarves love it. It's we, great. We it's like, <laughs> like moonwalking down a water slide. It just doesn't work out. <laughs> I, I'm not 100% sure what you're talking about, but um, I get the feeling you tried to cross and it didn't go too well. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, you <laughs> caught me. <laughs> I, yeah, the, there's also I don't I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems that uh, occasionally on the water, it it just these little black tunnels would would just drop down and and try to suck something up, and I felt like it might be aiming for one of us. I'm I don't know. I haven't spent that much time looking yet, but I mean I. As he turns and kind of looks out towards the river, he kind of stands and looks for a few seconds, and then finally, yeah, it's, uh, I see them, almost like tendrils reaching down. I don't, I don't like the looks of that. I assume even flying low could still be treacherous, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, definitely. I have another option that we can try. I don't know how well it would work, but um, I could make us a boat. A boat? A boat, yeah, sure. Not a big boat, maybe like 10 feet. He looks around at all of you. Can we all fit in a 10-foot boat? I'm sure that... that, We've we've fit across much smaller. (laughs) We we could definitely make sure we could fit, but how would we move it forward and not just downstream? Well, I'm not the answer to everything, so let's figure (laughs) that out. Can we make the boat Float above the water? You want me to make a boat and then make it fly? No, you wanted to make a boat. I'm trying to figure out a way across the water with it. (laughs) I can't make it fly. (laughs) Can you make oars? (laughs) How about we just don't? Why don't we just stay on this side of the river and not? I mean... (sighs) I, I just... I don't know. I I still think the the brew hole is probably our best option for getting most of us, but we do need to fly uh, low and fast, I guess. Yeah, but the problem with that is, is we have 10 minutes, right? 10 minutes and then you're kind of suffocating. We don't know yeah. how big this thing is, how long it's going to take us to get across. If well, something goes I mean, wrong. When, like, yeah, comparing the map. Yeah, literally I, up a creek at that point. In in ten minutes, we could legitimately just land on some of these blocks that are noted on the map, open the brew hole, and try again. I, Gwen, you've been awfully quiet. I'm sorry, and she's been talking to Dale. 
just I, I've never really b- been been on a b- boat before. Well, it's Kernersk. it's sort of like what we did earlier on the water, just safer, hopefully. If you can make a boat, I can get us across the water. All right. Do we have a better option? I mean, we have the the hole we could use if we need to. We can do that spell I just tried just uh, again. We we could continue to push our head against the water, yes. Surfing. As much as I love surfing, I don't know that we should uh, give that a second shot so soon. Uh, 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 all right. And she goes back to just kind of anxiousness. She can turn into animals, but she has one fear of boats because her mom told her a terrible seasick story about how her mother almost fell overboard on a boat. She could be a shark in water, but boats are different. Um, I could I could try to maybe... I have a thing that I can try to do to at least see about half a mile down, but I, I just don't think it'll be much, much more than what we can see now. Pretty sure we have it sorted. If we can just get the boat, I can get us across. All right. I guess we could I use mean, the hull as a backup in case we need to, like, escape the boat really fast. Maybe there's a waterfall this goes to. I- I'm just worried about the hull because of the fact that if we run out of time in there, we've got to exit no matter where we are, you know? Well, you could, I mean, it, it's true, but if the boat takes us 100 miles south, we, we're, we've got nothing left. Well, once we cross, we don't know where we're going anyways, right? That's, uh, that's which way fair. does the river run? It runs, the, the river is running west to east. Oh, I'm sorry, west. Or east, west. I guess. East, yeah. You would end up at the, the northern stone mountains, even further north than you were for, uh, in, in your, when you went through the, the fortress. You're further north than that, but you know the stone mountains. Stone mountains stretch the length of the continent on that side uh, of the wilds. Griggs, can you keep us parallel, or are we going to go down river no matter what? I'm pretty sure we're going to stay parallel. Well, my own curiosity has that going now. If we're going to do this, I would like to start it tonight. Uh, we, I can make a boat that I think will last probably about a day. So if I do it tonight, even in the morning, if we decide to wait, we don't have to. It's not going to cost us anything extra. Devin's going to... Uh, reach down and he's going to look for like just a piece of wood on the ground. Can I find a piece of wood? Uh, you have to walk around a little bit kind of back towards the the forest. But yeah, you you can pretty easily walk it around for 10 or 15 minutes, finally find something. Okay. So I'm going to take it and I'm going to walk kind of sort of near up to like the, the edge of the water. And I'm going to hold this piece of wood out. And then when I move my hand, it's going to stay floating there. And I'm going to use my hands and I'm going to cast creation and I'm going to stretch my hands out and as I do the wood stretches out and becomes larger and slowly over the next minute I stretch it out to kind of become a, a boat shape. Um, I'm casting at six levels so I can make it a ten foot by ten foot square. Okay. And you then once it's boat form in front of Davin over this sixty second period. Oh that was a little bit harder than I thought it was gonna be, but there it is. It's the best I can do. It should float at least. Sorry there's not a lot of detail to it. <laughs> Oh, that'd it's, be more than enough. Impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. Yes. Are we going Wonderful. now? Or? 
Carmen says... How long you say this boat lasts? Oh, we should be able to have it for about 24 hours. Something like wood. It's, it's pretty easy to work with. Sounds good to me. I think, personally, it'd be a little easier to navigate the waters as dark as this uh, in the daytime. So maybe get a, a night's rest, even if just uh, till morning, morning break, and then leave then. And to be honest, that kind of took a little bit out of me. So if something was to come up uh, in the middle of the night, I'm not sure how much trouble I'm going to be. I could use the rest, that's what I'm saying. I, I could too. I've been tracking all day, so any rest would be welcome as long as your boat's going to still be here in the morning. Well, unless nobody steals it. That's not too close to the water, I don't think. I haven't seen anyone for days. Uh, that's a good thing, I think. I suppose. And he just walks over and sits down next to the fire and just kind of rubs his face and kind of can, you could tell he's like feel trying to feel the difference of what that drink did for his, the damage on his face. Uh, I'm going to set up my camp and pretty much just get ready for bed. Okay. What about everybody else? Uh, Gwendolyn's going to pace around for a little bit, but eventually settle down. She's okay. kind of worn out from her wooder walk. Yeah, wooder walk. Uh, Craig's is going to kind of jostle the water skin that he had that drink in and, and try to get a feel for how much is left in it. I realize the value of what I actually have in this water skin, or at least believe I do, but uh, I'm terrified to run out of run out of it all or for it to lose its magic so i'm kind of having a moment of like i really hope that was worth it but yeah. at the same time i just had a big speech about doing good in the world so i still feel like it was at least worth it for that sure yeah it's about two-thirds of the way full still Joxer, are you uh are you going to sleep tonight I, I, i'm still not feeling very tired i'm i i do not know uh when we left that cave I I had a I don't know a couple of dreams or I I just haven't I haven't been tired since then. I mean, I guess weary but not sleepy. That worries me, but if you're not worried then I guess that's all right. You can keep an eye on the boat. Yeah, I'll 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 make sure it doesn't go anywhere. I, if uh if anything if I if I'll, I don't know if I get tired I'll I'll wake someone. Um, and I'll pull out, uh, probably two flasks and if Carmen is still, or two drinks and if Carmen's still there, I'll offer one for my belt. Okay. He'll take it. And, uh, as he takes it from you, he, um, kind of lifts it and he looks at it and smells it. It's not, it's not the same, I assume, but, uh, no, still. this is, uh, this is, this is something from, from home. So still very welcome. And he just... Starts to take a swig, sits sipping as he watches the fire and continues to kind of fingertip on his face and forehead, trying to feel where the where the the line of damage has kind of receded back a little bit on his face. Sitting sitting around the fire, I'm gonna min, I'm gonna look over to Davin and just kind of note. I really hope this Joxer thing doesn't. You don't think it's gonna be a problem? Do you? It, it's gotten kind of weird. Oh, I just sort of assume everything's going to be a problem. But 
You worry about it when you get there. Cross the broken bridge when you get to it. Fair enough. Or figure out how to cross it, I suppose. Carmen, looking back, I have to say, no hard feelings again. Your your ambush was actually quite impressive back in the, the woods outside the wilds, or outside of Wild Hill. Uh, you didn't have any experience, or your family maybe, didn't have any experience in wartime, did they? Oh, a little. Um, not me, per se. Uh, I, I, was, I was in the military for a little while, but it was post-war. I, I, was tr- I did train and went to a fine school. My father was, well, he was pretty high-ranking. and uh, I did not last long in the school. I, I learned quite a bit, but I enjoyed the classes. They, it was the campus lifestyle that I really did not enjoy. I, it was too rigid for, for me. Um, I, well, my own father kicked me out of the school he ran, so I haven't been back since. I feel like uh, in, in ways that we have a kindred spirit in that. Good riddance, I say. And with sure. that, with that, I'm going to kind of kick back and like get into a sleeping position, cross my arms over my chest and put something over my face to kind of block the light. Uh, Gwendolyn's been laying down and she was listening and she just, she didn't want to hear him. She didn't really want to hear Common talk because she still has that slight anger towards him and Dernaldi. But when he kind of mentioned that, her face kind of softens, but she closes her eyes to go to sleep. Well, uh, Common, uh, I'm sure it's hard to believe, but I... I am sorry that that did happen to you. Oh, I, yeah, I, I don't assume that we're all uh, new family or, or fine friends. Um, I believe a partnership and an arrangement is well enough. I, I must say this situation with Darnaldi has kind of expended my desire for adventure and seeing the look in his eye is whatever he cast on me crept across my body I I don't want to see that again Uh, I want to end him and then I probably want to find a nice place to settle down somewhere and just allow you to carry the sword if that's what you desire because I I believe Darnaldi is the Final resting place of this sword. That's my hope, anyway. If, uh, if we do see him, then I'll, I'll let that be the final, final blade to, uh, to land, or, or maybe stay in Donaldi. Well, the final resting place, by my hand, at least. <laughs> For sure. Uh, it's too good of a weapon to go unused for too long. Uh, yes, I... And then you I'll would look know. Down. Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of chuckles a little bit and looks at you like, I hope that was an okay joke to me. <laughs> awkward. Like saying yeah. a risky text. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, it, it, it is quite, quite a fantastic weapon. Yeah, you're correct. And then I'll pull out um, the, the rapier that I do have. And I, I almost feel that it's a pair. I found this one. Uh, seem to have been left by a friend with the chief. I, I'm sure you never saw them, but 
I I don't know what he did to Edie and Marius, but they left talking grandeur of marriage and and a new life, and I hope they got it. Got it. I just don't I I don't understand what what spell came over them, but after getting rid of the chief, uh, uh, one of our I I believe it was I believe it was Davin. He uh he found this weapon and I'll kind of pull it up and let that little fiery sheen come up from it. Yeah. He looks real close at it and Hmm. I don't know if I've seen it before, but I'm not surprised. The chief had a oh uh of quite the fondness for magical items. He always said he despised those who used magic but loved the items that could come out of magic. So seems he always was uh, jealous of power. Yeah, jealous jealous to the core for sure. Yes. Um would you say it's been about an hour-ish? Uh I mean since he since you guys started resting since the after the boat was cast like from wind to wind. Uh so so since we started like the camp area-esque and chat like and before boat. he showed up even. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I think it's definitely been an hour that whole situation. Okay. Just uh um at this point from an hour's rest I regained my warlock spell slots. Oh great. And uh so and I Now you're going to get him. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just blast. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait I'll for it. Wait for it. Kill it. Dang it. I didn't, I didn't warlock right. Your whole um, buddy starts humming. <laughs> okay, go time. Yeah. Um, I, I, I said that I wanted to do this, and I just, I know it's not going to help, but it's, it's the only thing I have, and, and I'll put my hand on, on uh, his shoulder and then cast Remove Curse at level four. Okay. You cast Remove Curse, and it doesn't seem to have any effect. He lowers his head, and, and he just kind of looks back up at you with one eye, and he says, that has a slightly different but familiar tingle. <laughs> um, I'm, be- I'm sure that Lavareth would have tried this, or those in there. I, I believe so. I believe that is what the, my priest friend was able to do, but... It only slowed down what was happening. It seems that whatever I drank reversed the damage that grew today. But anything from before that is still here. And maybe, yeah, when when all this is done and over, maybe maybe we'll have a chance to, to figure out more about that. I'm definitely going to ask our elven friend, when I find him. If he will answer, I don't know, but I will ask. And I I hope you get what you, or the answer that you're looking for. I'll get something, even if it's just his head. And he <laughs> leans back, starts to kind of settle in and shift a little bit, grabs his, his arm and pulls it up over his, uh, over his body and and it just kind of holds it. And you can see as he lifts his hand up to kind of rub his arm that you can see this gray dead skin going down his arm. And he's kind of rubbing the edges of it, trying to feel if it's changed at all. You can tell as he lays there with his eyes closed, starting to rest. Well, I'll, uh, I'll keep watch and I'll let, let anybody know if, uh, 
there's anything going on. He lays back and closes his eyes and you can just hear a big sigh as he and begins to just lay there, still kind of stroking his arm a little bit, feeling his scarring. And Davin, are you sleeping? Yeah, I think so. Gwendolyn? Oh yeah, she's been out. Yeah, so there, everyone else is kind of sleeping, snoring. Joxer, you're just kind of sitting up, chilling. Roll a D100 for me. Oh no, uh, you gotta throw that. All right, Uh-oh. is this my D10? D10. Uh, yeah, I got roll a 99. All right, <laughs> that is a 79. Close enough. Okay. Almost nice. Almost nice. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. 79. Okay. Make a perception check. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I can do that. That's not bad. Um, Where's the plus? So that will be a 15. So you're sitting and just kind of looking, and it is dark, and this glow of the fire is just barely enough to illuminate those laying near it, sitting around it. You look around and you see the shoreline of this crazy, intense river stretching as far as you can see in either direction, the river flowing heavily and fast. You can hear this low rumble of the, of the river as it flows. And you can see the clouds, the mist above the river as these tendril-like cyclones continue to spin and swirl, but they seem to increase in frequency and just shoot down and swirl around the river. And you see water shoot up like a geyser as it seems to just suck this water up and into the mist. And then then the funnel will go away and another one drops almost immediately after that one comes down. And it looks like there's some sort of like mist cyclone storm going on and as it does the the mist pulsates and every pulse it co- it retracts a little less to where it seems to be swelling and growing like a as it begins to grow and push over the edge of the river and it doesn't make it to where you're camping but you can see that it's, it slowly begins to expand and billow out as if it's growing from the cyclones pulling in stuff. And as the cyclone pulls away, the cyclones pull away and the mist clears, you see the black smoke, almost like it's transferring from in the water up into the sky and vice versa. It's just feeding itself both directions. As this thing, it, this thing reminds you, it reminds you of, of like a, some sort of creature feeding almost. I'm not saying it is, just gives you that feeling of like a creature feeding off of the what's beneath it. And it is as far as you can see from side to side along this river, this storm seems to be surging and happening all along here. And as you watch, it goes for about about uh, 10 minutes. You watch this just, just continue and continue. And as it swells, you just start to feel that maybe I should wake everybody up. Something's happening. And as you do, it slowly just stops and it stops pulsing, stops growing. And that storm seems to ease up as it just billows above, now covering a little more of the shoreline than it did earlier in the day. Well, that 
is unsettling. Um, and I'm gonna grab I'm gonna grab one of the darts that I have in my bag okay. and cast light on it. And just like where I think that line is, where I think it has like increased, I'm just yeah. gonna put it there so that if it starts either takes that or goes any further, I'll okay. I'll alert everybody. Okay, yeah. So you set it and it's kind of under the there's still this that's kind of varies with the billowing of the clouds. It's between fifteen and thirty feet of distance between the ground or the river and the bottom of this billowing black mist. And uh, it doesn't seem to go down towards the light at all, like it's drawn to it in any way or anything. So, yeah, it just kind of sits illuminated and glowing there with this black mist above it swirling around. Okay. I'm just kind of, you know, just passing passing my eyes across, uh, you know, forest behind us and then kind of focusing on, yeah. on that light. You do notice you can't really see the boat anymore. You you don't know that maybe it's not necessarily like you feel like it's not there. It's just the darkness with it being night and the 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 mist spreading and the boat being right on shore, right next to the water. It's like it that darkness has creeped a, across it to where it is now kind of harder to see. Your your visibility has decreased. Okay. The distance well, you can see. Well, I hopefully I uh, didn't mess that up. <laughs> the one job that you had in the middle of the night. Well, I hope that's still okay. <laughs> but I'm not going out there. <laughs> not without my buddies. Uh, so you continue to to keep watch and look around and the, everyone else rests and sleeps. Uh, you hear snoring and some talking in their sleep. And uh, I need Davin, Criggs, and Gwyn to all make... Uh, charisma saving throws. Charisma uh -oh. is my specialty. Okay. First roll of the night, boys. I have a 27. Great. Uh, I have a 21. Great. Is it a saving throw? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 17 minus 2, so 15. Okay. Oh, are we within, what is it, 10 feet of Kriegs? Oh, I would say, probably yeah. probably are. Sweet, then I'm at 29. Oh, you get a plus so you're two. at 17. 17. Oh, nice. Well, 15 was what you needed, so uh, you Inkward. and uh, Mr. Carmen passed as well. So uh, the one sleeping, uh, you, you sleep, and you sleep okay, but it is the most silent, dreamless, empty sleep. And it feels long. Like, it's like you're sleeping and in your sleep. Davin, you kind of experience this a little bit, maybe a little worse than this, but it reminds you a little bit of that sleep where you're just in darkness mm, and you're, I remember. you're conscious that you're sleeping and you're like, I should be sleeping. It's nighttime. Why do I feel like I'm not sleeping, but I'm not dreaming? Like, it's a very uncomfortable and strange place to be. It's like being at the DMV. Yeah, and it lasts this like <laughs> this like purgatory in between, and it lasts it, it lasts a while until finally the sun begins to come up. And Joxer, you see the first little glimpse of sunlight, and it feels late to you. It feels like the sun. Where have you been? It is 
it's you're looking at your watch if you had one going that the sunrise was two hours ago but no it's on time it's been up it's just finally up enough to where it's penetrating through the darkness that you currently are under and we all come to wake jeez doctor doctor notices i don't know if he wakes everybody up but yeah that all right that's that's i think that's the sun it should be all right everybody hopefully you're well rested Mm. Uh, I wouldn't call it well, uh, Carmen says, but p- perhaps rested. Well, I'm awake. I was asleep and I'm awake. I can tell that for sure. <laughs> Best sleep I've had in ages. <laughs> I'll just go and do your calisthenics. Over in the corner, you just see Gwendolyn face down, her head in, <laughs> her head in like the mud because she couldn't get any sleep. You just hear go, huh? Mmm. She raises it up, and she's got twigs all over her face. I didn't get any sleep! And she puts it back down into the mud, or the dirt where she's at. Uh, Spell slots, go over there and make sure she's okay. (laughs) As uh, as I put, like, the hand onto the ground and just skitters across and, like, pokes at her face. Gwendolyn starts to get up and starts checking your bag. Dale's still in there. I'm glad you got some sleep. And she just closes it. She goes, some of us just aren't morning people. And she starts rubbing her face off, getting all the dirt and twigs out of her hair. (laughs) Carmen looks up and he... He kind of puts himself back together a little bit, and he looks up towards the the river and the and the mist clouds above it, and he says, "Is it just me, or is that growing?" I I wasn't gonna tell anybody, but it it at least grew, and then I'll go over to that that uh dart that I put in the ground and look uh-huh. up and see if it's gone further past where where mine was. No, it's about where uh, about where you marked it. Yeah, it's right in that area. Uh, yeah, it, it originally was here uh, at the waterline, and 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 then it made it here. So, and it's about fifteen twenty feet on shore. Uh, yeah. Is the boat okay? Is the boat okay? Can I see it? Yeah, it's sitting there. Okay, <laughs> you and your pauses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. All the more reason to get across now, I guess. And I'm going to start walking and, like, grab the front end of the boat and walk into the shoreline. So you're really not going to tell us what you're doing, right? We're going to just surprise we're going in the water. Craig is going to save us. Oh, I I would never. And uh, just as I, I... I'm assuming everyone's ready at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm going to grab spell slots and then look over at Carmen. Oh, this... This is mine, and then I'll like send it back to its own space. He just shivers. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that seems fair. Why does the bone stick out of the back, the wrist? Oh. Area? Why is it's there a, a bone there? <laughs> um, it's easier to grab it with. Really gross. <laughs> <laughs> you started it. That is true. Hey, you know, vivid imagination. That's why we play this well, game. If we're all ready, then, uh, I guess let me introduce you to another friend of mine. And I'm going to cast Conjure Animals, and you're going to see 
a swirl, very small, but get much, 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 much larger in the water uh, as I summon a plesiosaurus water dinosaur. A what? <laughs> Tell me how Craigs has seen one of these before. <laughs> yep. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> He saw one because during wartime, whenever they would have to move armies across long distances of water, these were once wild to portions of Glintree that we have not yet explored. So it wasn't uncommon to see these creatures actually be used similar to how cattle would be used or mules to carry large bits of equipment long distances. So these plesiosauruses used to be native to more of the southern region regions of Glintree, and as the campaigns moved south, they had to find ways to move units and munitions across uh, great distances uh, across the water whenever ships and things were just not an option. Make a history check. Okay. <laughs> oh, please, Eosaurus, go well. Uh, 17 plus nothing. Yeah, that's all true. Shit. <laughs> oh my Canada. gosh. Wait, that's all we then have to do to create history in your world. It. it was either going to be true or he read it in a comic book one time. <laughs> 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 that's all I was checking there. It tracked. Yeah. Well, I'm going to so, say uh, that Davin has bionic legs and I can make up a story for that too. Yep. <laughs> I could have fooled me. <laughs> that's uh, a little different than uh, <laughs> I once saw these creatures. I love it. So I love it. I'm going to summon this this plesiosaurus and it, it's it's roughly uh in size if, if i'm not mistaken they get real big <laughs> uh yeah, they can let get... me see if we have them on a um, 11 D &D feet stats. in length how do you spell them spell it p-l-e-s-i-o-s-a-u-r-u-s -S -S. oh there he is plesiosaurus i got a stat block for him and everything because you're gonna need it <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, they are large beasts, mm -hmm. so they are, uh, yeah, it's very strong, 18 strength, can hold its breath for an hour. Looks like the so, average size would be up to 15 feet long, and they're about 4.5 meters in length. So you, you can, uh, you summon this dinosaur creature, and are you able, you're able to naturally like control and communicate with this thing because you summoned it, is that part of that spell? Uh, yeah, I can give it, I can give it instructions and whatnot, but I don't know its name. Uh, Gwen, yeah, Gwen, you, Gwen hasn't named you speak it. And maybe ask my friend its name. I, I look at, I look at this creature for the first time in awe and just, I've n never seen anything like this before. And she goes to touch it. She like reaches out. Edward. I, I, His name is Edward. Well, it's Edelton. Well, Edward, are you ready? And I'm going to tie a bit of rope to the front of the boat. And uh, yeah, we're ready to get swam across. All right. So everybody loads in the boat? Yeah, we all squeeze together. Uh, yep. Yep. You all load into the boat. Edward, the plesiosaurus, aims to please. <laughs> and so he is in the water and swims, begins to swim. And as he does, you know, Carmen finally gets in the boat and then boom, the, the tension in your rope 
kind of snaps tight and it begins to pull you offshore into the water. Make a charisma saving throw for Edward, please. Okay, okay. Uh, he's got a charisma of negative three. Fantastic. <laughs> Roll high. Wait, no, no, wait. That's uh, another creature that I was looking at. Disregard. No, Plesiosaurus is also negative three. Son of a... Uh, I'm looking at it right now, too. I rolled 18, so that would be 15. At least you rolled high. Yeah, so as... It's better than he, last week. As it begins to swim, its body, you know, waves side to side, and its tail flips, and you see water splash out, and as it does, this black in the water begins to surround Edward and swirl around him, and he shakes his head, and it begins to dissipate around him, away from him, and as it does, it, it swirls and swirls and then starts to come back towards him again. And he begins to shake his head again. Like this mist is trying to do something to him inside this water. And that's where we're going to leave the episode. No! Oh. Edward! We might as well tie ropes around ourselves again. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episodic installment of The Hired Swords. If you liked our show, tell a friend about us. And if you really liked our show, do us a favor, tell the world. Leave a review. If you want to keep up with us on all the behind-the-scenes goofs and gaffes, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Hired Swords. If you want to check out our merch shop, feel free to visit thehired.store. And if you want to join our Discord, chat with the cast, you can find the link on our pinned tweet. And again, thank you for listening.